Hey everybody, welcome to Uncomplicated Truth Talk with your host, licensed Christian counselors, Dr. Kim and Naomi. Each episode, you will hear the truth of the Word of God in a relaxed, real, and authentic conversation that help you navigate the issues in life and help you stay in the lane God has for you. So grab your coffee and listen to Uncomplicated Truth Talk with Dr. Kim and Naomi. All right. Hey, here we are again. And uh, you know what? We didn't start off with, hi, how are you? I'm doing good. Look at that. We had a different intro. Right. How do we do that? I don't know. I don't know. We got to think of some good intros. Maybe you can start singing for the people. Wow. Wouldn't that be something? Everybody would turn off of Podbean and Spotify. Right. Okay, hey, we're doing part two of Curses and Blessings, right? Yes, because we're super excited to be talking about this. Yeah, and you wanted to start with, uh, let's give them that definition, Yeah, like that uh, other definition. I thought we, you know, last time, if you didn't listen to part one, you better go back and listen to that. Yeah, Because it was talking about what a curse and a blessing is Mm -hmm. and the nature of it. Mm -hmm. We talked about um, some examples. Um, Do you have those script, the, the scriptures real quick for reference? Uh, we went over Deuteronomy 28 uh-huh. and also Genesis 22, 15 through 18. Mm-hmm. We also we, mentioned the Romans 6, 23, which is the wages of sin is death. And we mentioned Deuteronomy 27 yes. starting at 11 through uh, 26. Yes, yes. Um, but how do you recognize a curse? Here is a good explanation. It yes, says, go ahead. It's like a dark shadow or evil hand from the past pressing you down, holding you back, tripping you up, propelling you in a direction you do not want to go, or a negative atmosphere that surrounds you stronger in other times but never leaves. Oh. That's ugly. Yeah. Yeah. We do not want curses. No. No. Absolutely not. We mentioned some of the common curses, um, mm-hmm. which are, again, I'll say real quick, yeah. mental and emotional breakdown, right. chronic sicknesses without a clear diagnosis, yep. uh, repeated miscarriages or barrenness, mm. uh, breakdown of a marriage or family alienation, continued financial issues when there's enough finances available, mm. accident-prone, and suicide history. Okay. And we talked about how many times a curse is the barrier to healing. Right. So you need to kind of reflect on... Is there something weird in your family? Yeah, because a point to make is it may not just be individually affecting you, but it can affect a family, a community. He even said like a nation or like an area of people. So you kind of got to dig back a little bit. Yeah, you do. You know, and Mm -hmm. see, is there something that has repetitively happened to Mm -hmm. family members? Maybe not you individually, but, you know, your aunt, your uncle, your Mm -hmm. your siblings, Mm -hmm. your your grandma and grandpa. Like, is something constantly always happening? Is there something in the, yeah, is there something? The atmosphere that continues that's negative. Right. You know, and I always tell people that, Evil is from the enemy, and good is from the Lord. Absolutely. So if there's some evil things in your life. Gosh, get rid of them. We have the power. We do. We have the power through the Holy Spirit. Because last His name because of what He did on the cross. That's right. And we even talked about this in part one: is the power of our words. Yes. Yes. Because 
um, God spoke into existence uh-huh. the universe. Yes. And right. it was all good. Yes. Right? We're made in the image of the Lord. Yeah. And it says that um, the basic cause, so there's a basic cause of like a primary, and then there's a secondary cause okay. of blessings or curses, of mm-hmm. curses. A curse, um, the basic cause is not listening to God's voice and not doing what he says. Yeah, because we... That's scripture. Right, and we even like referenced that um, in Deuteronomy 28, um, the blessings on obedience. Yes, and that's the cause for blessings. Exactly yeah. what you said. is Obedience. Listening, yeah, listening to God's voice and obeying, being obedient to his mm-hmm. word. Um, because even in Deuteronomy 27, when you had mentioned um, that chapter, the second cause or the secondary cause of a curse are there's 12 things that he listed. And actually, I don't know if I wrote down all 12. Here's four. Idolatry. No. I did here. Idolatry, false gods, the occult, dishonoring parents, illicit unnatural sex, injustice to weak or helpless, like uh, abortion. Mm. So there are those are some secondary causes of curses. If you're I, if you have another idol, if you're if if God is not who you're worshiping. You can be causing curses within yourself or mm-hmm. your family. And can I just note in Deuteronomy 27, there are, uh, starting in verse 14 through 26, there are 12 curses. Okay, that's where he's getting it from. Yeah. I don't think he mentioned them all. No, he didn't. He didn't but mention right. them all. Yeah, but so these are in the scriptures, mm-hmm. Deuteronomy 27. Mm-hmm. I think it's verse 15 through 26. Does that look about right? It's actually, yes, 15 through 26. Mm-hmm. And um, and can I just point something out here? Yeah. Because I think this is really interesting in the scriptures. That he mentions these curses. Remember when we were saying there's night and day, there's yes. good and evil? Uh-huh. Okay, so he mentions a curse. And then at the end, he says, and all the people shall say amen. Mm. So there's the curse, but then there's the amen mm-hmm. to it. It's balance. Yeah. Um, and I like the scripture he brought out. But before I do that, it, he does mention, and we, we probably mentioned this before, that a curse will pass from generation to generation. It may not be something that you did yourself, but a curse could have been put on your family generations back. He talks about, like, centuries. Like yeah. Like ancestors. Sure. Back. Um, because you look at that in scripture where... Um, even God is saying that, like when, with Abraham, I'll bless your descendants. Yeah. A blessing can go from right way, way back all the way forward, and mm-hmm. so can a curse. Mm-hmm. Um, so Jeremiah 17, 5 and 6, it talks about um, curses a man who trusts in self or man. I know I'm not saying exactly, but that's the gist of that mm-hmm. scripture. Um he mentions Galatians 3, 1 through 3, that um, about legalism oh, and that works yeah. to seek righteousness. Um, that brings you under a curse. Yeah, so because just, can. just remember, it's not works that get you to to heaven or brings you to salvation. Uh-huh. And um, 
this kind of goes in line with what he was talking about, how Jesus took on the curse for us, and it's in Joshua 6, 26. Let's read that, because... Joshua 6? Yeah. Where am I here? Oh, my goodness. No, that's not what I'm looking for, but there's a no? scripture talking about how a man that is hung on a tree is cursed. Yes. You know what I'm talking about? Yes, I do know what you're talking yeah. about. Okay, wait. I thought that was Joshua. Is it? Joshua, what was that that you said? 626. Joshua. Okay, bear with us, y'all. We have to find this. 626. It says... That's, that's not the one, though. Yeah. Although it says, Then Joshua charged them at the time, saying, Cursed be the man before the Lord who rises up and builds the city Jericho. He shall lay its foundation with his firstborn and with his youngest. He shall set up its gates. Yeah. That's I not, that's not no, it, what I'm looking for is Galatians. It's Galatians 3.13. Um, so this will show to you the depths of Jesus taking on the but can I just can I just point out though in Joshua your point about it being um that sometimes curses come from generations beforehand because in the scripture my notes say the curse was to invoke God's woe on someone the fulfillment of this curse comes more than 500 years later in the depths Deaths of Abraham, Abraham, and Segub. I know I'm not saying these names right, y'all, but uh, sons of Heel and Bethel. Mm. So see how that happened. Mm-hmm. So what was your Galatians? Yeah, this is it. Yeah, this I know it is. This is it. Galatians, I what? I don't know why I never saw this before. Three thirteen. Yep. Mm-hmm. It says Christ has redeemed mm-hmm. us, us from, from the, the curse. curse of the law, having become Come a, a curse. curse for us. For it is written, "Cursed is everyone who, who hangs, hangs on, on a, a tree. tree." Yeah. So let's just yeah. look at that for a minute. Thirteen. It says, um, through his death on the cross, Christ did for us what we could not do for ourselves. His work, not ours, Mm -hmm. removed the curse upon us because of our disobedience of the law. Mm -hmm. By faith, we receive the benefits provided by his death, including justification and the promise of the Spirit. So hear me out when I say Jesus becoming the curse made it available for us to receive a blessing and to be released from the curse. Mm-hmm. We have a part to do, just like we yes, would say. Yes, we do. We have to do our part so God can do his part. Mm-hmm. So what Jesus did is because he died on the cross doesn't mean all curses were wiped, gone. No, like, and, and because you're a believer and a follower of Christ doesn't mean that you can experience that right that that you can no longer experience curse, that correct right so what jesus did is he he took us away from the law mm-hmm. to where um we are now have the availability of the blessings that were his 
Mm-hmm. We so, have freedom in him. Yes. But we have to do a very, very important part to be released from curses. So you first have to identify, like we stated, is is there a curse? Is there a generational curse? Is there um, something that's hovering over my family or my neighborhood or um, just over me, whatever it may be? You need to identify that, whether this, you know, he kind of goes over um, what is the source, if you can think of it, um, because there's two forms of sources that, like, those in authority speak it over someone. For example, like you'd said, parent over um, a child speaking words, mm-hmm. or yeah. it could be... Uh, a teacher over a student. Oh my goodness. And you know, I've sometimes that. that happens. Uh-huh. That happens. Like I love our teachers. We have high respect and high regards for teachers. I mean, they're sitting in a classroom or virtual trying to figure all that out and they're human. But boy, yeah, I tell you what, one bad negative thing spoken into a kid's life can last a lifetime. Yeah. Because if a, if a teacher, I'll just say a teacher, or even, you know, a parent, if they say you will always be dyslexic, mm-hmm. or you've got dyslexic tendencies, or you're... you're ex- uh, you are what's what's my word? I've got like so many wrapped up in my head right now. Um, exemplifying dyslexia. Mm-hmm. Um, that doesn't mean that you know if somebody spoke that into you when you were in third grade, doesn't mean that you necessarily continue with it now. You know what? This just came to me, and this is why. And I know you do this too. As a counselor, I do not speak out and put labels on people in front of me. Here's oh, an example. Yes, I was talking. I, I was little, thinking about labels in our yes. part one and didn't say it, so I'm glad you brought it up. Yes, because I care. I was I was counseling a young little girl, and she clearly was expressing tendencies of being a perfectionist. Uh-huh. But I did not say, "Oh, honey, you're a perfectionist." So no. This is what, no. Yeah. I was like. I went around about saying, you know, we're all made to not, we're not perfect until we're in the presence of the Lord. So right. I went around about without saying this is what you are. Yeah. People and can that's give. That's important because yeah. think about the counselors that people go to and say, yeah, my counselor said I'm this. Right. No, don't, don't, don't accept that. Don't right. take that label. Uh-uh. Do not say this is what I am, so woe is me, and now I got to deal with it this way. Right. Rebuke that and say, Yeah, I may have tendencies of this, but in the name of Jesus, uh-huh. I'm going to renew my mind. I'm going to work towards this, and I am okay not being perfect because I know no one can be perfect. And that's what I told this little girl. I said, When you start getting frustrated, just say, Am I trying to be perfect? And it's okay. No one's perfect. That's right. And th- I would take never the label put, out of that. Yes. The only label that we should have is child of God. Yes. That's the only label that we should have. We shouldn't be called dyslexic, slow learner, perfectionist. 
I mean, those are those are yeah. labels. Um, divorced. Oh, yes. let's talk about that. Exactly. We don't. If you've gone through a divorce, that that isn't that's not your, your new, new identity. That's not your new identity no, at all. You're still who you are. Right. You're who you are before you even were married. Right. So why are we going to carry around? Uh, I'm divorced. No. You don't have a label on your forehead no. saying I'm a divorce. You're not walking around with the scarlet letter exactly. on you. Exactly. This is why we have to be careful of those words and be careful of, especially with children. Yes. You know, yes. here's one. You're so clumsy. Right. What is that about? It's a curse. When people speak that out, you're putting a curse on someone. Right. I don't know. Mama, Daddy. Check the size of your kid's shoes. Right. Right? Yeah. Maybe something's and, going and claim, on there. Claim, I'm no longer going to be clumsy. I'm not clumsy. Yeah. In the name of Jesus, I'm, I... I can walk a straight line. That. Yeah. Chew right. gum at the same time. I could do that. Right. And, you know, he gave an example of when somebody um, spoke out of authority over someone else. And it was the story of... Um, Uncle, I think his name is Levon, Levon and Jacob, uh-huh. with the story of Rachel, where um, Jacob and his family left, and she took some idolatry images, like oh, images, yeah. some, like I guess idols, uh, idols, and she stole them. Well, Uncle Levon caught up to them and said. Um, you know, someone stole my images, but Jacob didn't know that it was Rachel. And he said, well, whoever you find that stole those, let them be cursed and die. Let them die. And he didn't know it was his wife. Right. And what happened to Rachel, y'all? He spoke it out. She died in childbirth. She did. She died. Yeah, go visit that story again. <laughs> that was in Genesis one thirty. This is yeah. why we have to be careful with our words. And here's another one. So those were like people speaking words that are in authority. Now you also have the cause can be self-imposed curses. Mm. Like saying, I wish I, were, I wish I were dead. Oh my goodness, people. Please do not ever say that. Do not ever say that about someone that you wish somebody yes. was. Yes. No, no. That's for the Lord to determine, not you. Again, when we're, when you're hearing this podcast, I feel like you need to go back and think about how powerful words are because, again, it goes to the analogy that we're made in the image of the Lord. Right. Jesus, or I'm sorry, the Lord spoke out and the whole universe came into existence. Right. Remember that when yeah. we're telling you words are powerful. They are. And, I mean, he also, uh, he's, if if he spoke the universe into into existence, he spoke us into existence. Yes. We're supposed to be here. Mm-hmm. Um, don't let anybody say. And I heard somebody very close to me say this um, when they were having children. Oh, he was an accident. Mm. Oh, she was an accident. No, no. Because let me tell you what, and I have told several people this uh, countless times. Mm-hmm. If that child was an accident, 
the Lord would have decided not to allow that child to be born. Mm-hmm. He didn't want him or her to be in existence. What that's putting on that kid already rejection. Yes. Like I reject you. Right. Oh. Wow. Boy, that's that spoke a lot to me just now. Really? It did. Oh. It did because I I was conceived in high school when my parents were in high school. Yeah. Um that was an oops. Yes. And then you have that battle of rejection spirit. The battle of rejection, exactly. And how many times have, um, you know, have we carried on, not really meaning to, but we have that, that spirit of abandonment uh-huh. or rejection. Because I could, I could give, you know, situations in my life where I have felt that. Oh, yeah, me too. Um, but I, I have chosen a long time ago not to carry that on and still say I'm rejected, I'm abandoned. Right. No, that, that's like, okay, let me just go. See, y'all, we're getting a little deep here, and you may not agree <laughs> with what we're saying, and that is okay. But just like... And maybe this goes against recovery programs, okay? I may be someone who is totally going against what you have out there have learned in your recovery program. This is my opinion and what I think. Uh I do not think you need to carry on the label of I am an alcoholic when you have been in recovery for 20 years. Right. To me, God's done a good work in your life. Yeah. You are a new creation if you have accepted Christ in your life. Right. Now, could you have um, could you have an issue in your life that you need to be aware of? Right. Sure. Mm-hmm. Maybe we all do. Right. But to carry on carry a label, label. Right. Oh, that just doesn't sit well with me. And it, it goes with what he says, like you cancel the negative with a positive. Yes. So you're not, you don't give yourself a self-imposed curse by saying, I wish I were dead, say, I'm rejoicing being alive. I'm going to live out God's purpose for me. I'm going to have an abundant life as the Lord speaks of. Amen and I, amen. Yeah, I have a purpose and a plan as the scriptures were written out for me. Yes. You cancel the negative with a positive. Well, look what he did back here in Deuteronomy. Like I mentioned the last time in Deuteronomy 28, go there, 28, no, 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 it was 27. Because he mentions the curse and then he says, and all the people shall say amen. He mentioned the curse, the negative, and then you got the positive with the amen. And he also mentioned, I think, some that are worth talking about, some other sources or causes of curses, which would be people that represent Satan, uh, witches. There are those people still around, y'all. Don't oh, be yes. fooled. No. There's witch doctors mm-hmm. going the other countries, Africa and them. Yes. They still believe in all that. Witch yes. doctors, 
um, sorcerers, there's medians, yes. false prophets. Um, there's a there's a thing called Wicca. Yeah. Freemason Society. Mm-hmm. Um, those are all backed by Satan. So that is definitely a cause for curses on your family um, if you are entertaining any of that. If there was stuff in the past, like even if you read horoscopes. Yeah. See, when I was in my first walk, I didn't know that. And then I, oh, obviously I did. My walk, I, I didn't realized. either. When I was, I was a kid, them. I was always reading them. Lord help me, Jesus. Right. I, I was always now. yeah. I would always go and find find and. I thought it was nobody okay. ever told me any different. Right, but but God will lead you like He totally clearly showed us. <laughs> yeah, not, that's a no no. Don't rely on that. Uh huh. That's not your source. Yes. Um. You know what we have to remember through all of this is that yes, yeah, Satan has supernatural power, but Jesus has given his disciples power over Satan. That's right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now here's a good one. Um, gossip. He said soulish prayers and utterances. Um, t- people talking against, even in prayer, can also bring a curse upon people. Ooh, say um, that again. He's saying. Because he gave an example. Um, so it's gossip or utterancing um, words against people. Like even if you're praying something bad for someone. I never thought that was a reality. But he gave an example of how he was in a church one time. And the there was a group of people praying um, evil on the pastor's wife. Ooh, <laughs> you know, ooh, like, that's terrible. Well, people do that. And she came, oh, oh, and then there was one time, speaking of the occult, there was a pastor, I don't know why or who or what he was thinking, went to have a reading done. A reading? A that's, reading, that's a median reading. A median, yeah. Yes. That's and, against what the what the word says. Right, and he, um, she said, your your wife will have cancer, and sure enough, she got cancer. Oh, but that's through a lot terrible. of prayer and faith and fighting, and she... she overcome it but sure enough she he entertained and opened the door of a curse mm. and it happened there is no coincidence people no with all these examples no 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 and then some negative word being spoken out and that came about think about that yeah what are some negative words that you constantly maybe heard in your childhood sure and it came true yes um or was spoken out just like the simple example you gave is like oh she's so clumsy yeah are you a clumsy person to this day now? Are right. accidents following you? Right. Because of those words? There right. There is no coincidence. Yeah. Get rid of that. Mm-hmm. Get rid of that. And then also he mentioned uh, unscriptural covenants. Covenants with like false religions. And that's mm-hmm. when he mentioned Freemasonry. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a no-no. It's mm-hmm. opening the door for curses. Mm-hmm. So anything else you want to mention before we go into... Um, uh, how to basically free? You know, we might have to do another podcast on how to how to pass from curse to blessing and how to get rid of these curses. Or should we just kind of mention them real quick? No. Why don't we do Why don't we do a part three? Yeah, because Let's, we need to spend some time I, on yeah. this and talk about salvation. And yeah, because I have my Bible open to uh, Acts two. Um, t- uh, two twenty one, 
because listen the bottom line here is that we all need to have salvation in christ and the word says and it shall come to pass that whoever calls on the name of the lord shall be saved you have you have to call on jesus christ and make him uh, the lord. lord your lord and savior of your life right to be saved it's not by works it's right. not by trying to um um, trying to abide by the Ten Commandments, that's not going to get you saved. Right. Because I can guarantee you this, you'll never fulfill that. Right. Um, but it does say, whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. So, yeah, maybe we could talk more about that. We need to because in a part three. to have this power over Satan, you have to be a disciple of the Lord. You do. You, you, you can't be an unbeliever. No, you don't have the no, Holy you Spirit. you have to, yes, you know, and it's and it says in like one in like James four seven how it says, um, submit to God. Yes, resist the devil and right. he'll flee from you. Right. What is the first thing you have to do? You have to submit to God. That's right. So yeah, we need to spend some time on that so that we're not rushed through about. Um, he goes through a prayer of release and mm. what's required of that. Um, because again it goes back to we have to do our part so God can do his part that's right God clearly already did all this part on the cross right and we have to recognize that exactly because listen there's stuff going on in the spiritual realm that we can't see that we don't know that we're not aware of and that's where he does want us to be aware very real yeah it is real very very real for sure so just to reference and maybe in the meantime you guys can like listen to some of these uh, sermons they're short little what I like is there um, should we go ahead and give that to them yeah let's do that um but they're short little clips of like I think a full sermon he's done and Mm -hmm. so they're they're broken down in like 11 12 minutes there's 10 of them and it is if you look up um Derek Prince his spell his program. spell his first name because it's weird. D E R E K. Uh huh. Prince, just like Prince. Uh huh. And they're called "From Curse to Blessing." So if you look up "From Curse to Blessing" on YouTube by Derek Prince, mm-hmm. there are ten, and they have a red. It's it's in red. They have ten short little sessions on that. I highly recommend not only listen to those but go to the scriptures yourself mm-hmm. especially deuteronomy 28 and see that curses and blessings are very real just mm-hmm. like night and day is real can't have a blessing without a curse and there's curses with blessings and yeah. stuff so um and get a journal write these things down yeah and reflect on your yeah. own community your own life your own family yeah for sure um and take that to the Lord and pray about that. But if you listen to all of them, we'll touch base on the last uh, couple of episodes that he does. Maybe we'll touch on part eight, nine, and ten. Okay. Yeah. All righty. Well, okay. this is good. All right. Good stuff. Hey, put your comments out there. We yes. uh, we will look at those and and please please uh, just keep passing this along. You yeah. Know, I've I've had great feedback for those that are listening and they are sharing it with other people because mm-hmm. we just want as many people to listen and get God's word. That's right. Yeah. The more of it that we can have, the better we will be. Yes. All uh, right. All right. Have a good day. See you later. Bye. Bye. 
Thank you for joining Dr. Kim and Naomi on Uncomplicated Truth Talk. We hope you have enjoyed this episode. For any comments or questions, please feel free to contact them at askthecounselors at gmail.com. Until next time, this is Uncomplicated Truth Talk.